now pivoting to our second segment. Um, we're going to talk about a labor struggle that's been going on since April. Um, since then, there's been an ongoing fight to unionize the employees of Amazon's four Staten Island warehouses. And on November 12th, the Amazon labor union organizers actually withdrew an authorization vote petition to the National Labor Relations Board. That's NLRB. You guys might hear this term um, because they were alerted that they didn't have enough valid signatures in order to officiate a vote. So they withdrew that petition. They re- withdrew the request to vote. They went hardcore for six weeks with lots of on the ground organizing at the warehouses. And they have filed a new petition, believing they have enough union cards from a third of the warehouse's workers now, but they're only going with one warehouse, which is the biggest of the four Staten Island warehouses, and that is JFK 8. So here to talk with us about all of that in this update is Amazon Labor Union or ALU President Chris Smalls and the Vice President Derek Palmer. Um, welcome, Chris and Derek, to the show. Now, just wondering, Derek, can you hear? Yes, I hear you. Okay, great. So we're going to jump into the first question. Last that I heard from you guys, the plan was to organize all four of these warehouses um, in Staten Island. Now you have, you know, made the pit, you, you're going to officiate a vote for one warehouse. So could you tell us about that decision to, to change just to JFK 8? Um, well, right now, you know, I think it's important that we get the, uh, the largest facility, which is JFK 8. Um, And then, you know, eventually we are going to get to the other buildings, obviously. Um, uh, We just wanted to switch up our strategy a little bit. Um, There's there's like there's some inside information that, you know, I would love to leak out about the reason why we're doing that. But, um, you know, right now, you know, I just it's just important that we focus on JFK. But there is there's definitely more to it. Trust me. Right. um, And a few days ago, the NLRB. Uh, reached a settlement with Amazon uh, on a, a number of things in terms of how Amazon reacts to union, you know, union organizing on on its work work sites, and it included a, a new rules that would uh, allow uh, people to spend more time um, before and after work at the break in the break rooms and in the I think the parking lots at the Amazon facilities. Um, and also some uh, requiring Amazon to send out email notices to its million or so uh, workers about uh, th- their rights to uh, organize or join a union. Uh, can you talk about the significance of that? Are, are these new measures going to help the work you all are doing out there in Staten Island? Uh, Chris yeah, or uh, Derek, if you want to speak to that. Um, yeah. I, okay. Go ahead, bro. Uh, yeah. Um, this uh, this will definitely encourage workers to start organizing their workplaces. This is uh, as you mentioned, uh, one of the first uh, of its kind, really this large of a settlement, uh, first in American history, the largest for the NLRB, the largest uh, nationwide with over a million employees affected by it. Um, so this will encourage the workers and their you know per, uh, workplaces to uh, start organizing and, and start. Uh, forming a union, just like we did in Staten Island. We uh, we we started with just a worker-led cooperative, and now we grew to a union where we operate like a union already, uh, without even being uh, recognized by the company. Um, so that's what we're trying to get to, is just make sure that we have a stronghold at one facility, 
and we can eventually branch out to other facilities uh, with the encouragement of what we got going on here. And the situation was so bad with the intimidation um, that's made some headlines, both about what Amazon's doing in Staten Island and down in Bessemer. Um, but, but folks, what Amazon had to send to its employees said, we will not tell you that you cannot be on our property or that you need to leave our property 15 minutes after the end of your shift or threaten you with discipline or that we will call the police when you're exercising your right to engage in union or protected concerted activities by talking to your coworkers in exterior non-work areas during non-work time. So um, tell us a little bit about maybe what I think Daquan Smith, um, Daquan Smith, who was fired, um, a homeless person who was fired for, you know, who was pinpointed and some of that intimidation that Amazon has been doing. Um, Derek, you can answer this one. Chris, we have one for you next. Um, yeah, you know, um, you know, those changes that they made, that the, the board made, you know, they're um, very powerful and it's going to, you know, encourage other workers um, to, to speak out and organize with us. And, you know, we're, we're happy that the board took took these steps um, in the right direction. And, you know, like Daquan, Daquan's um, situation, you know, it sucks because, you know, he was just getting, you know, coming out of his shell and, you know, starting to really support the ALU. And um, it just sucks that he was just, he was fired um, because his manager actually knew that he was involved in, in, in organizing and, you know, to the point where he was having a dispute with his, his manager and he pulled out his wine garden, right? was wine garden right card and that wine garden right basically said basically says that um you know the way that you're treating me is wrong and that if i wanted to you know if i were ever disciplined i can have a witness with me and um ever since then you know it seemed like he was like retaliated against um so like workers like daquan um any other workers that want to organize, they'll be more confident to organize now with these new um, rules, with this new settlement that the board put in place for Amazon. So it's it's inspiring. And then in November, Chris, you and another union leader, Brett Daniels, were arrested outside of Amazon's warehouse after they called the police on you for unionizing, which hopefully now, you know, that's not going to happen. But tell us about that. Yeah, that was uh, another one for the books. I mean, we, we got the police called on us several times since we started um that was probably about the third or fourth time so the police definitely knew uh what we have going on i mean if you was under a rock i don't know how you didn't know about the union drive in staten island so and and, and the fact that they're unionized and they are well aware of the protests and demonstrations we have here because they mentioned it to me um that day yeah me and brett was uh at the tent on normal day getting ready to sign workers up we just set up um, and we were approached by about six NYPD, uh, one of the lieutenants, uh, he showed me his, uh, cell phone. It said my name and it said four to five people protesting. And I was confused because I'm like, well, obviously it's, it's only two of us here and, uh, we don't, we're not protesting. We're, we're, uh, organizing, you know, we do this every day. We've been here uh, at that time, seven months, you know, you guys know this already, you know, my name, you know, you came over here. So what is the issue? The issue was that uh, Amazon, you know, they wanted us off the property. They, they want to get us off the property by any means necessary. Uh, they build up this barbed wire fence that's around the, uh, the union tent. They, uh, they just built a scaffold 
I don't know why they need a scaffold out here. This is the first time I ever seen that at the Amazon warehouse. And um, the cops were just uh, added a sentence to union busting. Uh, unfortunately, one of us was arrested. De- Brett uh, Daniels was arrested illegally, by the way. They had no reason to arrest him. We have refused to give the cops our identification because they already knew our identification. When they came over there, they said my name. When uh, I told them that Brett doesn't own any of this equipment, it's all under me. I picked up the phone and I was on the speakerphone with my, one of my attorneys. So they didn't arrest me because they feel like I was, I would have probably been, you know, all over the front page if they would have arrested me. So they went after Brett, you know, they, they had no reason. They knew that he was a worker there. We explained that, like, he's a literal worker at Amazon. He's across the street from his occupation. And you guys are, you know, we're on public property. We're on, we're on public property. You have every right to be there. And um, they, they just, I guess they wanted to flex their badge and, and, and arrest him and make a statement, but it didn't get anywhere. We went to court, and all the charges were dismissed. Right. And, and just so our, our, our listeners know for a little bit of context, uh, Chris Smalls uh, worked at the at the JFK warehouse before he was fired in March of 2020 by Amazon for uh, protesting the uh, poor uh, uh, health uh, conditions in the warehouse when the pandemic began. And Derek, you continue to work inside the warehouse. I understand you've been working as much as 65 hours a week uh, while also uh, leading this union organizing drive. Can you talk about a little bit about the sort of the 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 conditions for union organizing inside the the warehouse i mean i understand there's a uh, hundred or more members of the organizing committee um are, are those people how public are they in 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 their activities how are they known to management and and what kind of uh, uh pressure or heat do you face as a, a highly visible uh member of alu who's working inside that warehouse um, well, we have our you know executive board, which is all Amazon workers. Um, um, they're you know they're pretty out there. You know the management at Amazon is well aware of who they are, and obviously me as well. Um, um, well, you know it's it's not really not really an issue for me. Like I I don't mind you know that management knows everything that I'm doing. You know I it's no issue. Um, I like to let people know you know, that I'm heavily involved in this movement um, so that I can, you know, inspire them to, you know, to join as well. Um, so there's no, it's not really too much pressure as far as, as far as that goes. Um, you know, as far as like the working conditions, uh, the working conditions, I, I can say are horrible, you know, uh, as we all know, the Omicron variant is rising. And right now, as we speak, I have, I have the Omicron. <laughs> So I'm I've been quarantined um, for about a week now, Hi. and yeah, it's all good. Um, last week I was you know there's a lot. Um, right now I'm doing better, um, but yeah, like the the conditions are horrible there. You know, like there's so many safety barriers that Amazon is pushing back on. You know, they're pretty much returning back to the pre-COVID um, policies. You know, they're trying to get rid of the cell phones. They're trying to, you know, they, they already got rid of the, uh, the, the um, what do you call that? The, uh, the temperature check when you walk into the facility, that's gone. You know, the social distancing, the lack of social distancing is no, they're not implementing any type of social distancing at all. Um, workers are working on top of each other. There's, there's also, 
a lot of workers who don't even wear their mask inside a facility. And even management, they wear their, ma- their mask below their nose, below their mouth. You know, they have conversations with workers like right, right in front of the face, no six feet at all. Um, so they're, they're really trying to return, you know, they're trying to put profits over people, which they always do. And they feel like these safety measures are getting in the way of them uh, making the most profit. So um, that's what's been going on for the past. I, I mean, it's it's been happening for a few months now. So um, it's unfortunate. And, you know, the, the cases have gone up since they pushed back on these COVID safety measures. And, you know, look at me, like I have, I have COVID and I haven't had, I haven't had COVID. I had COVID one time and that was like the beginning of the pandemic. Um, so, you know, right now is a, it's a crucial time. Like I, every, every person that I talk to, you know, whether they're Amazon worker or non-Amazon worker has tested positive. So, um, you know, it's just crucial and it, it's, it just sucks, you know, it just sucks to see this, this company push back and not care about their workers, you know, and then not only that, you know, the fact that they're trying to take away our phones now, when we just heard about the incident that happened in Illinois, where workers were trapped inside that building when a tornado happened and they didn't have their phones on them. They already pushed back on that cell phone policy back there. Yeah. So um, and for it's, it's, it's our, a lot. That sounds like a lot, Derek. And for our listeners um, yeah. who don't know, there was a, a tornado in Illinois. Six Amazon workers died. Definitely the situation could have been safer. We should look it up. Um, but we're going to have to go ahead here and ask our last question. So, Chris, just tell us, you know, what you guys have been doing in the past few days since you went public with the fact that you're going to vote with JFK and what your plan is until the vote um, and when that will be. And also, what can uh, people who want to support you do uh, from the outside? Absolutely. That as well. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. We uh... are... <laughs> I'm outside of JFK here as we speak. We're out here signing people up, continuing our uh, campaign. Nothing's changed for us. Um, it starts with us on the ground, and uh, we, we just have to continue to stay the course, uh, con- continue building our relationships up with our, with our coworkers, uh, continue uh, just advocating for workers' rights. You know? So we're, we're out here every day, and we're going to continue to be out here throughout the uh, remainder of, the, of this year and uh, next year. We are going to get ready for an election here in New York. So uh, hopefully this time around, the board makes the right decision. And uh, they, they, they go with the workers' interest. The workers' interest is that we want an election here in New York and we want a union. Um, so people can support us. Um, if you don't have a job right now, come get one. Come get one with us. Help us out. If you, uh, if you can't do that, uh, please donate to our GoFundMe. We're worker leg, grassroots, independent union. Every dollar, every penny goes towards our efforts. Our GoFundMe can be found at AmazonLaborUnion.org um, and uh, on our social media at Amazon Labor, on Twitter, um, on Facebook, uh, TikTok, and Instagram at Amazon Labor Union. Okay, great. Well, Chris Smalls and Derek Palmer of Amazon Labor Union, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. We're going to go to a quick music break and we'll be back uh, with our last segment.